Welcome, Peaches. I mean, welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Today, Dalen got the most tactical mail call. The decision of which apocalypse gun is the best must be made, and Ava loves freedom less than Dalen. Or does she? Let's talk body armor. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. I'm Dalen Schaefer, Civilian Tactical. We have Ava Flanell, as always, with us. Ava, did you agree with my intro? No, that was BS, actually. But whatever, we'll roll with it. We'll, we'll... Oh, man, I can't even talk. We will roll with it. Uh, Guys, in case you're wondering, there is a continued yeah. battle going on on who loves freedom more, me or Ava. And she says that because I was born in Canada, uh, that I am at a disadvantage here. But here we are. Um, also, I just want to state that last episode that I recorded, I was so sick. I was so dizzy. Like, I recorded that entire thing. I don't even remember what I said. I looked back at it this morning and, like, watched it. Oh, oh my gosh, did you just see that? He just kept Peaches here. tried to make her high jumping debut for the Dog Olympics right there. Everybody <laughs> audio listening, she came into the frame and disappeared, and then we no. thumped. She literally went to go, like, jump on my lap and then hit the wall. <laughs> come here, baby. Oh, poor Peachy. Come here. It's okay, Peaches. Come here. Um, but, yeah, so after the episode, last episode, uh, I did not feel well, but I was like, just stick it out. Good thing I could teach, you know, how to shoot well, like, in my sleep. And then um, I ended up throwing up as soon as the show was over. I just ran for it and threw up. So, yeah, um, I don't want to hear. I don't want anyone to complain like that. We're not putting out like content for you guys because we're like killing ourselves for this. OK, look at us. Just by yeah. the way, speaking of peaches, just interrupting the show like that. I know there's one Spotify listener. They said uh, something about they don't listen for peaches. They listen for us, and we're a bunch of total dorks, but they still love the show anyway. So they said, there you go. Did they basically just say that they didn't like peaches? Basically, and that we're okay. dorks. Yeah, but they well, still listen because they love the show, so thank you for that. We appreciate it. I mean, I guess I guess we'll take it since they didn't totally diss all of us, but, you know, hey, we come as, like, a crew, all right? Peaches is part of the PP panel. There's, I mean, PP panel wouldn't just be Dalen and I. That would be weird, right? Like True. a panel is like more than two, you would assume. So there's peaches. Anyways. Okay. So before we start the show, want to talk about Manticore Arms. Uh, you guys may or may not know that I have the IWI Tavor SBR. And I waited like over a year to get the SBR. Um, IWI is one of my sponsors. But I was like, nope, I want the X95, but it has to be the SBR. And they were like, we may or may not get one. Like, we don't know. And I was like, I'll hold out for it. And I sure enough, I did. And I got one. Manticore Arms was nice enough to send me um, a bunch of accessories that they make for the Tavor. And they make some. Here we go. Here's Peaches. Finally made it. You okay? <laughs> and they do make uh, specific accessories for even the SBR version. So I just finally got around to putting that on. And I did the butt pad or the butt plate, whatever you want to call it. Um, the gasket of port cover and then the cantilever fore end and the top rail. Man, and it looks amazing. Nine yards. Yeah. Like I they also gave me like the safety levers and there's a few other things that I was like, oh, I was I was kind of in a hurry and I didn't have time to put on, but I'm going to. Um, but yeah, if like you have a Tavor, whether it's the uh uh what's the other version that sar or the x95 they have you covered so definitely check out manafort arms don't forget to use the code pewpew15 and that's going to get you 15 percent off your entire order and guys they have stuff for all different sorts of guns so definitely check them out tavor everything eva that brings us to our mail call hold on wait I can i just say that at some point, we're going to have to go back and just, uh, like, take out the part where Peaches goes to jump on my lap and then, like, hits the wall and, like, flies off. <laughs> Not how we have to post that somewhere. It was just too good. But also, I'm glad she's okay. All right. So, so mail call. So, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I think yours is a pretty cool mail call. So, Ava got something awesome, you guys. Mine is cool, too. And well, yeah, so... Maybe you go first, though, so that, you know, we'll keep the, like, save the best for last. I got an A-Rex, not Arix, A with an A-R-E-X. And this is a pretty interesting gun. This is the A1 Tactical. This was actually sent by 
Gunzo, uh, this sent by Gunzone Deals. Ooh, yeah, they're actually one of the sponsors of this podcast. So this is super awesome. And they sent this to me as like a separate thing. So this is going to go on the YouTube channel. That's really pretty. It is a really pretty gun. It comes stock with suppressor height sights, a threaded barrel. Okay. And an any frame. Little little rail in the front to add accessories. Yeah, that and grip the front. And if you guys can't see, the aluminum frame is like, it's a really nice green. It's not FTE. It's like... Olive drab, almost. Or I'm sorry, FTE, geez. This is where I'm at in my life. Uh, no, I don't know. Is it? Maybe it looks on the... In the video, it kind of looks a little lighter. It looks like a shimmer green, kind of. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It, is it shimmer? It's pretty accurate, like what you're seeing. Yeah, it's slightly. It's just the metal finish, um, yeah. but it doesn't have any any shimmer like in the coat. But it is just the way that um, the metal what is, is finished. Is it nine millimeter? Yeah, this one's chambered in nine mil. I tend to stick to nine mil when getting guns on the channel to review. Uh, it's not always a prerequisite, but that's the way it usually ends up. And I've never shot. Um, these Arex pistols before. And actually, this is the Arex Zero 1T. I think I said it was the A1 Tactical. What is uh, this RP on that? Because actually, I've never even heard of that company. This is uh, this is made by Global Ordnance. They're the ones that import oh. this. Okay. And I think it's around 8-something, eight 850 or something like that. So um, it's not the cheapest gun you're going to find. Yeah, but that's the point. Is it's their tactical version, so it comes with the suppressor height sights, threaded barrel, aluminum frame, and so for what it is, little upgrades. Uh, it's fun, but I'm going to test it out. So <laughs> very yeah. cool. It'll be good on right. gun zone deals, you guys. We'll yeah. talk about them later, but they were the ones that sent that. Ava, what'd you get? All right, you ready for this? Actually, I just got it yesterday. It's so I'm so excited. I'm All pretty right, jealous so, of this one, you guys. I got the IWI Carmel. Look at this. This thing is stinking cool. Okay, so it's, I'll admit, I think it's a little, like, a slightly bulky, right? So it's 5.56. Five, um, it could, it looks like it could easily be, like, 308. But, um, so it's like, you know, it's like a weird, like, it's, there's some extra material on here. And, and I was like, you know what? It's still like a cool looking gun. IWI is like known for like making some like cool, like space looking guns. And uh, anyway, so, but I was like, I'm, I'm still excited to have it. I shot it yesterday, man, hands down, this thing freaking shoots amazing. It, I think because maybe the like added weight, maybe the ergonomics and maybe this bulkiness, but it like. I know it's it's only, you know, it's 5.56, five, so it's not going to have a ton of recoil, but I was so impressed. Like, I had so much fun shooting this. Um, originally, my plan was, you know, go to the range, pick up my gun. I brought an optic, which is the Crimson Trace HRO, which I've been really impressed with this optic. And I picked out this optic to put on there because it has, like, kind of that futurist, futuristic yeah, that's what I was design. Yeah, is pretty good. And that's kind of how I was, I was like, it'll kind of actually go well. So had the optic with me, brought my ear and eye pro, and then I brought a hundred and uh, sixty rounds because uh, you know it comes in boxes of twenty a federal, and uh, just in case. But I really was just like, eh, I'll just do a mag dump real quick, test it out, and then go home, and then you know shoot it later on. I had so much fun with just like the first mag that I shot that I was like, no, I need to shoot more. Like it, it yesterday was Monday, it changed like I was kind of having a crappy day feeling kind of like eh, whatever and it like put the biggest smile on my face it was just like honestly if you guys get the opportunity to shoot this or buy one definitely do so um what I love about it is and again so I if you guys want to like stay tuned for a review I will be reviewing it on my YouTube channel just look up Ava Flanell one and two L's but what I like about it is uh it's really hard to show this without cutting off my face. Um, so you can increase the cheek riser. So this goes up. Uh, this, you know, you can pull it out. Um, let's and see. For anybody listening, it kind of is reminiscent of like if somebody took like a scar Shit. profile, but then just made it look better. And it, and it's one of the most adjustable uh, stocks I've seen. Yeah, so. so now you can see I just raised the the cheek riser. 
um it does fold so all you do is just push this in or i'm sorry no i'm still i just got it yesterday so i'm still working with it you push this in so the only thing is it's a little hard for me to do it's the nails, Ava. I Go know. Ditch the nails. <laughs> Somebody actually did mess it, like, because I posted a video on my Instagram yesterday, and they were like, I don't know how you manage to have such nice nails all the time. Either, like, I forget what they said, but I do my nails often. But, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to break a nail. But um, you push this in, and it does fold off to the right-hand side. But, I mean, it's just, like, a really fun gun. This gun actually has been around. It's not like it just came out and it was invented. It's just it was only available in Israel. And then they just recently started making it here in the U.S., uh, which is from Middletown, Pennsylvania. IWI has a factory there. And it's really smart of them to actually start making guns here in the U.S. because I know with like a lot of the importation issues, um, there's a lot of guns that we would love to have here in the U.S., but we just can't. There's no way around it. And they also make, like, the IWI Zion 15, which is a great AR. And, uh, yeah, I've just you, I can't wait to do a review on it. It shoots really well, though. You mentioned that you were having a kind of a crappy day, and then you went shooting. And so, like, if, okay, first of all, if anybody listening, if you've ever experienced this, drop a comment and say so. Like, you were just had a, having a bad day, and then you went shooting, and it just, like, turns everything around. Yeah. I never really understood the term retail therapy where, like, you know, my oh, I have having a bad day and she finds all her clothes and she buys them and she gets. Oh, no, dude. So then like I went and I've had a bad day and I go shooting and I'm assuming it's the same feeling. Like, like okay, I mean, we're lucky, lucky for me, like I do both retail therapy. I mean, ask my credit card. There's some days where I'm like, I don't care. I'm emotional. I'll just put it on the credit card. And then like, you know, lots of money later. And I'm like, oh, that was probably really stupid. But um. It, it was it just like and you can see in my Instagram video like and it's also on Facebook just look up Ava Flanell underscore but um like I looked like crap I just finished working out went to the range no makeup on hair up and I was just like I'm just gonna you know and then I ended up recording it because it was just you know it was just you're having too much so fun. it was That's so good. much fun yeah so be on the lookout for my review um, but I'm really excited. I'm obviously going to put a lot more rounds through it and really kind of do a, a good test, like, you know, a test run of it. But um, even like the 160 rounds that I shot through, I didn't even have a single issue. Like sometimes like the first couple of magazines, you know, there might be some weird issues or maybe it needs to be lubricated or cleaned or it doesn't like that ammo. But um, I didn't have any any issues um, right from the bat. So I've been pretty impressed. Uh, the only thing that I don't like about it is MSRP is like roughly $1,800, which is like, man, it's a little steep. So other than that, it's a good gun. It does look very fun. I think I'm going to need to get one. I'll torture test oh. it, drag it behind a truck and blow it up and see if it still shoots. And then yeah, we'll, that sounds... we'll know how. Absolutely. I don't think I could ever <laughs> convince myself to that. I see people do that and I die inside when I see those torture tests. I know. It's but, like everyone's like, save the children. We need one for like save the guns from those torture tests. Yeah, they get beat up there. All right, Ava, would you rather? This is question submitted by listeners. So you guys are listening. You come up with a ridiculous would you rather question. They don't just pop into your head. Generally, you have to think pretty hard on how to make it as awful as possible. This one's a good one. The ones I come up with, man, uh, they're, they're, they're rough. But these come from you guys. So you guys send these to us at pewpewpanel at gmail.com. We put them in here. So think of one as we're reading this one. The most ridic the more ridiculous, the better. Mm -hmm. And let's have a go at this. Ava, you're going to answer this first. Would you rather own only one gun? And it could be any gun in the world or be able to own as many guns as you want, but they would all have to be from the same undesirable brand like High Point. And this was sent to us by John. So Ava, what would you pick? I love how we always crap on High Point. <laughs> um, they just came out with their new Yeet Cannon, by the way. Uh, which I saw that. Pretty slick. I'll have to check that one out. But uh, yeah, High Point really up in their game here. Um, I don't know. I mean, even if it was a gun that I really loved, like I do sometimes, I enjoy shooting different guns. And I do get a little bored shooting the same gun all the time. Like it's the same reason why... I switch up even 
well, I don't always switch up my concealed carry gun, but I rotate uh, within like three options. Um, my home defense guns kind of stay where they are. I do bring them to the range every now and then, test test them, make sure that they're still working well. They don't need any maintenance. But I I don't know. I think I think I would go with I think I would go with the latter. Uh, just own as many as you want, and it's undesirable. Undesirable, but hopefully it's a company that like has more than just you know like if it was just like high points like at least with high points it's nice because they have carbines and actually the carbines are not so bad no i hear Um, the carbines are actually fairly decent yeah yeah and and i think actually they're they made a um high point made a carbine that is chambered in 30 super carry which i have a ton of that ammo so yeah i think i would just do that what would you do uh, well, it depends on like what people consider as undesirable because there's some people who would say Palmetto State Armory. That's just the undesirable or, stuff. Or Taurus. Or they would say Taurus <laughs> is the undesirable stuff. Or they would say Riley Actually, Defense is the undesirable stuff. But yeah. I love my Taurus guns. I love my Riley Defense guns. And I love my Palmetto guns. So like, yeah. it would be, if that was the case, I'd be like, oh yeah, take that. But if they're meaning like, no, here's some random obscure manufacturer that just has these guns that just always jam. Or like, what if it was like Sky pistols? Cause like Sky, yeah. I think all they do is, is those pistols, right? They don't, I don't think they make yeah, anything else. Variety at least. So if I'm gonna pick, if I'm gonna stick to an undesirable brand, uh, which I'm, I'm honestly not thinking what a lot of people are thinking of, um, I, cause like you said, something like sky or something like high point, like something legitimately budget. Um, I would, would, they would need to have a variety of guns. Otherwise I would be like, what's the point? So if they yeah. had a large enough variety, I would, I would be down. I would try it out. Um, well with sky pistols, they have different colors. They even have the glitter one. You're good. Damn. Yeah. It would. <laughs> wow. Thanks. <laughs> I think the, I think. Sky would like something like Sky wouldn't work because they just have pistols. I couldn't just do pistols. If I'm just yeah. do pistols, I'm gonna pick like, you know, a staccato or just something nice to shoot forever. Yeah. Um. So, I think I would just kind of looking. I can't think off the top of my head of a manufacturer that is people generally don't like that does a wide variety of things. Generally, it's one that like there'll be some people that don't like them, but most people agree. Kind of like uh, PSA. It's like most people agree these are good for the money and they have a wide variety so i think i would pick one gun um i would pick one gun i don't know what it would be i would have to give that some more thought but maybe something that could be uh put into a chassis system so maybe it would be like a glock mm. could be put into Ew. a chassis system i would SDR it, something like that Ew. well i i would want to get the variety out of it but no so. that makes sense i would yeah, yeah. It's crazy though, because I shot a Glock the other day, and I do have Glocks, but a lot of them have like trigger jobs on it. Um, and I was like, oh, I forgot how like horrible the trigger is. Oh, but... I don't like Glocks. I don't. Every Glock, every Glock clone, since they have that same trigger design, they don't yeah. feel they don't feel great. Even a nice upgraded trigger, to me, will never beat something like a hammer fire, Taurus, anything. So like, I, I like love my Taurus guns. good okay. old Taurus. Quickly, quickly, Taurus. I was shooting my Taurus handgun out to 120 yards yesterday. I thought you were going to be like, I was at the range and then mosquitoes were coming at me and I just started firing and they, that Taurus I did get me bit from... by some mosquitoes. <laughs> but I was shooting it out to 120 yards because the GX4s have really crisp triggers. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think it was like, two two or three shots before i connected with the target but mm-hmm. i was <laughs> pretty dang close so it made me feel good about that i'm no professional nice. but 120 yards i felt pretty good about so hey, that's I actually like pretty good guns yeah all right uh now we're going to talk about stag real quick so on my other podcast gun funny i had tori from stag arms tori in the last couple of months, she started working there. She's, like, one of my favorite people in the industry. Like, I just have so much respect for her. You ever just meet somebody and you're like, wow, your work ethic is just amazing. You're super smart. Like, you're just killing it. Like, you're just very impressed with them. And you, you're you like, if I could hire you, I would. So I felt that way about a few people that I've uh, met in the industry. And surprisingly, they're mostly women. But... Uh, <laughs> wow, wow. Ava's but, uh, on the... 
Well, they just, you know, when you just like you watch somebody and you're like, this is not their company, but they treat the company like it's their own. They put all effort, even if they're exhausted, they just, you know, uh, finished an event. It was like hot, sweaty, um, you know, shot show. They at the end of the week, they have to stay out till like one or two to break down the booth. And like, I mean, Tori's your girl like she is she gets stuff done. But anyways, I had her on the show. If you guys want to check it out, uh, gunfunnypodcast.com. But it was nice to talk to her about like all of the different stuff that Stag's doing and how they're doing it differently. And she even said like with all the new gun owners out there, it's really nice that they have ARs with all these upgrades such as like the trigger, the muzzle brake, you know, all these internals, like really good quality parts. Because unlike you and I, where we're like, oh, you know what, we're going to buy that gun. But like the first thing I'll do is like upgrade some of the most important parts. Whereas like a lot of new shooters, they don't really want to be bothered with it or they just don't know how. Like the idea of it, you know, is kind of intimidating. So it's kind of nice. Like they're really catering to a lot of people, people that just lack time or don't want to be bothered or people that you know, again, are intimidated by the idea, but they want a quality gun. And so Stag Arms is kind of your, you know, your like one-stop shop to get something really nice. And for a pretty affordable cost, if you think about what all of those upgrades cost. So if you guys want to check it out, stagarms.com. Don't forget to use the code pewpew10, all one word, and that's getting you 10% off your entire order, including firearms. Ava, that brings us to our listener questions. And the first question was from Idiot Gunman. He asks, what camera do you use when you, or sorry, he says, what camera do you film with when you shoot your guns? Uh, yours is probably more exciting than mine, so I'll let you uh, say what yours is. Well, if an iPhone uh, 13 or something like that is exciting, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I don't care anymore. I used to, oh man, when I first started, I used to go out of my way. Uh, so I had a Canon, like a pretty nice Canon. It was like $1,500. And then I was like, you know what? It'd be great if I could do different angles, but I didn't want the quality to suffer. So then I ended up buying the exact same freaking camera so that I could set it up from a different angle. And like, honestly, I was just killing myself. Like, it was such a pain. And then you have to get the tripod and this camera, which is, I mean, it's not small. Like, it's not huge, but it's not small. Um, and then the camera cards. I'm like, now I'm just like, man, screw it. We are doing it with an iPhone. And then I use one of those little mics that connect to the uh, where the charger input goes at the bottom of the phone. A small little micro mic and... It is what it is. Like, it's not the greatest quality. It's not, like, tactical toolbox quality. But, like, it also helps me put out a lot more content, and I'm not dreading it, so. Yeah, okay, well, I guess we're in the same boat. I use an iPhone 12. <laughs> so if you're wondering, like, what you can use, I was using an iPhone 11 Pro. The Pro models always just have the better cameras. Uh, yeah. And the iPhone 11 Pro was really good for a really long time, and I just switched to the iPhone 13 Pro. Um, I I think so. I need a new phone actually, but I think I heard that the 14's coming out in September. Yeah, I think the new the 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 14 has a slightly better camera because I think it's the the 15 that would be coming out. Hmm. But the 14 has a camera that some people like slightly better, about the same. But the 15's coming out. Um, I like to get one that works pretty good. I've seen a lot of people do good stuff with the. Uh, 13 so that's why i got it yeah but generally you'll have like two generations that are like the cameras are almost the same maybe the processing software is a little bit different but you know apple just tries to eat through with like the same camera do you ever wonder i'm expecting 15 will be a jump up yeah um you ever wonder like you know let's say if i have kids and then when your kids get older or and they have grandkids or they have kids and you have grandkids and you're like back in my day we had the iphone 10 and they're like already up on like iphone 60 <laughs> like how long are they how far are they going to take it before it's like they just change it yeah i don't know all right that so will be ne- uh, that will make us uh feel really old 
I know. Well, okay. So my camera guy the other day, I was like, yeah, I graduated in 2008. Granted, I did graduate in three years double major. But I was like, I graduated in 2008. The economy was horrible. I bartended for like 10 months before I started working for the New York Yankees. And he's like, wait, 2008? He's like, I was in eighth grade. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, so that made me feel a little old. Anyways, uh, so next question. Enough about age. Other people start fine. crying. I'm gonna ugly cry. <laughs> you're fine. You just get my tissues. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're kind. I-, I feel old sometimes too when I realize that like a lot of the kids watching my videos were born after 2000. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's weird. Uh, so you're good. But yeah, next question. Um, I've been watching your videos and I'm curious what would be your go-to survival weapon for the SHTF even if you could narrow it down to two one long gun and one pistol uh, for more concealment thank you Mike Glass and quick thing for everybody SHTF is like the crap hits the fan or there's some sort of natural disaster or society is just big things have happened and it's just society is kind of collapsing that's the idea so I would say probably the FN PS90 um, or the P90. I always get the PS90 is the semi-auto, right? Uh, I don't know. I just assume I one, is like for, but yeah, one is for whenever... military and one is for people like us. Uh, Well, you can actually, I, you could still get it full auto um, if you have like your class set. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would do the FNP90 just because 5.7, you know, and I've said this before, like in previous shows, like it's lightweight, you can carry lots of it, it's not going to like weigh you down, and it's still a decent round. And then plus, like that gun holds 50 rounds, so it's not like I have to like cool shoot 10 rounds and then, you know, have to like quickly reload. Um and it's compact too, so I could clear rooms with it. I could, you know, easily carry it. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is I would have to put like an optic because those little peephole sights like freaking suck. So, yeah. And then as far yeah. as like handgun goes for concealed carry, it would have to be something that would, you know, again, mag capacity, probably something nine millimeter. I'd probably go with like the SIG P365 if we're being honest. Or, I do like the um, IWI Masada as well. But yeah, something that definitely holds more than 10 rounds. Yeah, those are honestly two good options. Um, you're getting so, like a little bit of both. I would pick, I believe, if if it's going to be like SHTF, I probably wouldn't be um, leaving my rifle anywhere. I would probably be taking my rifle with me. Um, and yeah. so f- for that reason, I think I would ditch the handgun. Well, you can't st- sell. That's not the question. Well, you you'll can't see. just change it. Okay, fine. You'll, Let's go. you'll see. You'll see. So not, I mean, sort of ditching the handgun. So f- the, as far as like a rifle goes, I would pick, and this is like the most boring vanilla rifle ever. I would pick some sort of like an AR-10, um, and the reasoning behind it is my secondary gun. I think I would pick a Ruger 10-22. And the beautiful thing about SBRs is they're like, is it a pistol? Is it a rifle? What is it? Um, but I think I would take a Ruger 10-22, have it in sort of a, well, if, so you're, you're saying it has to be one handgun and one rifle and that's it. I mean, you already, yeah, but I would too. What are you going to use the 1022 for? Like, what to shoot so, down rabbits so that you have something to eat? Totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's that's exactly it. And if it can't, so if we're not going to do two rifles, instead, I would pick a um, the Sig P322 because it has a, a like a six, 18 round capacity magazine. It's 22 handgun, and then I would have it silenced. Um, the reason being, like that thing is just dead quiet. You can. You can be sneaky with it. You can take out lights and lamps. And, you know, if it's subsonic 22, nobody's going to hear it. It's going to sound like a pellet gun. <laughs> you could take out um, a small game with it as well. Um, so, and, and it's super small. So you could pop that suppressor off and it goes like in a backpack if you wanted it to, if you wanted to move it. And then I'd pick a big rifle. 
that could definitely do the trick, which would be something like an AR-10. Um, only because 308 is super common. Yeah. So then that would be an ammo that would be easier to find or reload uh, or what have you. So those, I think those would be my two. It would be a silenced 22 pistol and then a big hefty rifle. Because then you could take out big game if you needed to or malicious bipeds if necessary. Um, I think it would get the trick done. All right. I think your answer is a little bit better than mine. So well done. Congrats. You won for the first time. Hey, it's not the first time, Ava. You know this. Hey, but it is for the not SHTF the first time. questions. I think about them way too hard. <laughs> All right, so now it's time to go into listener questions. Let's talk about Austin Martin first, because so uh, the other day after I threw up after you know recording the podcast, and I'm just like, I'm not cut out for this life. No, I'm just kidding. But a part of me was like, okay, I need to like chill with the work, and and I was totally fine. I just didn't feel good, and I'm not pregnant, by the way. Uh, but anyway, so then we got tagged on social media and I looked and sure enough, this guy, Austin Martin freaking got the pew pew panel logo tattooed on his arm. So crazy. Austin <laughs> Martin. What a legend that is. And I, I, I sent it to you and I was like, well, I guess we can't one, we can't change our logo. You know, I mean, if you had any, because remember when we were like deciding on a logo and, and like, it's all, you know, especially when you're like, I just want to record a podcast, but like coming up with a name that hasn't been taken, making sure that all the social media handles and like it's consistent and then making sure that the URL is available. And then on top of that, coming out with a logo. And I mean, it's just a lot of things that people don't think about, but, uh, we were always like, well, you know, I mean, the logo's good. We could always change it a little bit if we like alter it if we wanted to. And like now, I don't think we can alter it. I think we're stuck with this. We're, and then, we're good. And it's not so bad. After we, after just recording podcasts, it's less and less about the logo, more and more about the podcast. But you yeah, know, we're set in stone now. Oh, uh, well, yeah. And then, too, like we can't just quit. Like we're in it for the long haul. Like we are going to, like Austin just made it, like this is our lives now. We have a duty to fulfill. Yep. So do you want to read what Austin emailed us? So he emailed us and then tagged us, but in the email, this is what he wrote. He said... Oh, you're going to read that what? there for us. Yeah. Go Yo, for do it. You, okay, no, you you read it. I didn't know if you were having okay. a hard time locating it. <laughs> I was. And then I found it just in time. It says, I think one of my new guys here is getting it as well. So he was showing us pictures of the tattoo that he got. It actually uh, really good, too. Like, he did a good job. I mean, I know it's just a logo, and it's just, like, you know, a few black lines and stuff, but, like, actually, it was pretty legit. Yeah, it was. It looked perfectly executed. Says, I think one of my guys is getting it as well. So that might be two people. Uh, we had some climate, We had some clients come in um, in as soon as I finished mine. So we got to get back to work. We're spreading the word on you guys, though. The shop I'm at, uh, which is Corrupted Arts, is in Greensboro, North Carolina. So, guys, if you are close, um, definitely check them out. And then he said, if anyone wants the logo, I'll take care of them. There is a tattoo slash firearms convention here once or twice a year. It's called Ink and Arms, which I've never heard of. That's very You heard cool. of Ink and Arms? No, I haven't, probably because I have no tattoos, so... Yeah, I don't have any tattoos either. <laughs> We're not invited. <laughs> no, that's not true. I like we could fake this. We could easily get one of those like, um, you know, some of those like fake, you know, tattoos that last like five days. And, Just for the yeah. convention. Yeah, show up. Get out. Yeah, but yeah, so that's really cool. So Austin, thank you for making my day, especially after throwing up. And I was like, Ugh, I'm too pretty to do all this. And then I was like, man, stuff like this, it just makes the show like. Not saying that that's what we want you guys to do. Like, we definitely don't want you guys to, like, do anything you don't want to do. But it is kind of nice to already have, like, some fans out there that are, like, you know, that love the show so much that you guys are willing to get the logo. It means a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's it's fun to see. I mean, it's also what Austin does. So it's sort of up his alley, his his uh, his way to show that uh, he loves the channel. Yeah. You guys all can't get tattoos with the logo. Don't worry. You can leave us a review instead. Maybe, I'll just... 
slip a plug in there. <laughs> you know what we should do, actually? Maybe there's a place where we can make fake ones and we can start sending it out as like, you know, or selling them. That's like a great just, idea. Get little, ta- little, little temporary yeah. tattoos. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So now the second listener comment. Yeah. So this comment was from David Stevens. He's always sending us different things he's up to. He said, I worked on a truck mounted system, a 4X M250 cals. So this is when we were talking about, would you rather four Priuses with full auto AR-15s or one truck with a full auto uh, 50 cal? And he said, functional for not a, for a not too creative aerial opponent and aimable in not much other than elevation. Um, so that's pretty cool being able to fire 50 cals quad 50 cals. That's pretty intense. So that was, that was cool to hear. So if you guys have any experience with any awesome or interesting guns, let us know, drop it in the comments. Um, also share this with somebody who might have had experience with a 50 cal. I'm sure they'll enjoy this podcast as well. I do have experience with quad 50 cals. Uh, my dad has two mounted on his Jeep that he rides around in town. Uh, it's actually hilarious. Yeah. Um, but funny story about that. He's probably going to be, well, he probably wouldn't love me sharing this, but, uh, like a few years back, like one of the 50 cows, like wasn't working. It had issues. So we called the quote unquote expert to come out. And, uh, at the time I was like helping him at his store, his gun store and the, he calls it the attack Jeep, uh, was, right behind me like in the shop area and the guy's working on it and of course this guy didn't like verify that the the gun was cleared or maybe it got jammed or something like that um so whether he verified it was clear or not there was a round in the chamber he pulled the trigger it went off in the building i was up front helping customers it was probably about 10 feet away from me if that and it went through the wall and luckily the way that the shop is like there's a range on the uh outside on the other side um so there is a big berm and then like down below is like the range for that's open to the public but thankfully it was like a huge berm so yeah it went through the wall and then hit the berm so nobody was hurt but like it killed my ears scared the hell out of me and there's this huge hole i mean it's not it's pretty big it's like this big um, which if you guys can't see, I'd say this is probably about, I don't know, three and a half inches. It's like the size of a golf ball almost. And yeah. And uh, my dad, being a man that he is, just like hung a picture over it. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, memento to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's too that funny. Yeah. Speaking of uh, negligent discharges, I was filming a video the other day where we tased Chuck Liddell. Mm-hmm. And um, the our stunt double for the uh, for the thing, I handed him the taser. He said, "How does this work?" And I said, "Well, first you have to arm it, and then it shows you the laser." And it's also my brand manager. It was it was uh, Brandon. You probably know who that is. Uh, yeah. So I handed him the taser, and I said, "All right, can you see? Just turn it on. You can see the laser." And he's trying to kind of arm it. I said, "Here, let me do it." So I turned it on so that he could see it. I'm like, "Look, you can see the laser." And I'm like, and if you pull the trigger, it will fire. Like I said that. I'm like, if you pull the trigger, it will fire. And he just had a long day. He'd finished filming a different ad with, with Chuck. And they were just doing their thing. He was just so out of it. He'd been slapped around for the uh, for the, for the the trailer that they were doing. And he puts his finger on the trigger and pulls it. And pop, the taser flies out and lodges into the wall. And he... He jumped. We all jumped because it's <laughs> loud if you ever shot a taser. Yeah. Um, thank goodness it was just a taser, though. And yeah. you could tell he was just so tired. He's like, okay, I'm done. Take this thing away from me. Right. I I um, hit somebody with a taser before or tased somebody before. It's like no joke. It's Those things are serious. Those yeah. things at 50,000 volts of electricity, it'll take you out. Yeah. And it's barbed. It's little barbed things that get stuck in you. Yep. All right. Oh, Let's move on to the main topic, which is body armor. Um, we have a few minutes left that we're going to talk about sort of the ideology behind civilians owning body armor and then the types of body armor that there are. There's, you know, steel, ceramic, soft body armor. So we're going to kind of go over what those are. Um, but first, yeah, we're going to kind of talk about why civilians might want to own body armor. 
And um, Ava, I guess I want to ask you, because I haven't seen you with any body armor before. Do you own any body armor? I do, yeah. So uh, I actually just was, like, organizing my basement and unpacking, because, like, I, you know, sold my house and, like, bought a new house in September. Um, And so I still have, like, a few boxes that have, like, some gun stuff in it that I was just unpacking, actually, a few days ago. And my camera guy is like, what the hell? You have all this body armor, all these like chest rigs and stuff. And he's like, why aren't you doing anything with it? And it's just been in a box. So I finally just brought it out. But I haven't really, I mean, I've put it on, made sure it fit, you know, um, like what I have in my body armor. So I guess if, you know, uh, things hit the fan. But yeah, ultimately... You know, I don't really have, like, that much experience. I've done a few testing, like, some testing here and there. Uh, there's a video on my YouTube channel. But, like, really, I think that this this topic's going to be kind of all you and, and you know, for you to, like... Yeah, because I've done, I've done a few. And I guess just talking about, like, why people might want to own body armor, mm-hmm. I believe that um, body armor is interesting because it's not an offensive weapon. It's a defensive weapon. And it is a weapon, like it's considered arms. Like when we talk about the right to keep and bear arms, body armor is included in that. Um, So, I mean, maybe not weapon wouldn't be the right word, but it is arms. It is considered arms. Hmm, Interesting. So I guess I I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, I mean, the reason being, why do we own firearms and guns, right? We don't own firearms and guns in order to chase down attackers, right? We own firearms and guns in order to defend ourselves. And to keep the government in check. It's a check for the government. And what does body armor do? It It protects us. It protects us and it's a check. So um, it's it's about checks and balances. So body armor is literally just like an extension of firearms. So Mm -hmm. that's that's the way I see it. And it's really interesting to see countries where they might have really strict gun laws and then they have very strict body armor regulations. Yeah. Yeah. that doesn't seem right to me because well okay why? so uh, the thing is i gotta believe that they put this in tech because they don't want criminals using body armor and then it's so much harder to take them down if they carry out a horrific you know shooting or something like that or they're doing something bad but uh, again like it's one of those things where the law-abiding citizens have to suffer suffer because of the crappy things that criminals are doing and like yes they, you know, I mean, there's black markets for everything. So, and when it comes to body armor, do you know what steel body armor is made out of? I'll give you a hint it's just steel. So, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Like, if a bad person wants to get body armor or make it, they could. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I'm kind of curious as to like, there's a lot of different kinds, and I think there's a lot of misconceptions about body armor. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Let's get into sort of the different types. Um, uh, first, we want to give a big thank you to Gunzone Deals, you guys. They have awesome deals. For example, this Arex Tactical. It's a it's the Arex Zero One T for Tactical, the one that they sent to the channel. So they have awesome tactical guns. They have awesome deals. Check out Gunzone Deals. Check out their daily deals and sign up for their email list mm-hmm. because we actually put notifications about this podcast on their email list. So sign up for the email list and they'll let you know what they have killer deals. So a quick plug for gun zone deals, go check them out. But yeah, so as I mentioned, there's steel body armor, ceramic body armor, and soft body armor. And ceramic body armor is actually, uh, it's ceramic and soft body armor mixed. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like all the best of the technologies, they pack it together in one little package. Steel body armor, um, I'm going to give you a rundown of the pros and cons of each one. Steel body armor is going to be heavier. Um, It's going to be thinner though. So you're going to be more maneuverable in steel body armor because it's going to be thinner. Um, and a lot of people say, well, you can't, if you shoot steel, it has spalling and it will go up into your jugular, your veins and such. I've tested it. So with like some AR-500 uh, Armor Republic steel, I tested it yesterday. It'll take nine shots before any of the spalling comes off at a 90 degree angle. And I tested that by setting it on top of a soda bottle and it only punctured the soda bottle after nine rounds. So I'm going to stop you for a second. So yes, go for us. Uh, you said spalding, spalling, spalling. Yeah. It's so what is the, that? It's like when the bullet hits the steel, mm-hmm. 
it, essentially the bullet doesn't just disappear. Does it, does it make like a like does it curve? Does it form a little bit? Like alter the integrity of the shape of the steel? It shouldn't if you have if you're if it's rated for a proper threat, but essentially the bullet just disintegrates on impact. Um and it's it's possible. Uh it's possible so, like good I did like proper body armor shouldn't yeah. depending on yeah. So I did uh, sub body armor testing and I got a watermelon, some hot dogs, taped it all together, put the the tactical vest on with the body armor and uh, just shot different types of handgun calibers and just to see if like it even altered the hot dogs that were underneath because that's one thing is like, yeah, you're not going to get like a bullet's not going to go through you, but the impact probably is going to possibly break some ribs or possibly, you know, hurt some organs. That's still, I mean, chances are you're probably going to still survive from that. So it's better than the alternative. Um, but even if it's rated, I've seen it does kind of give it like a little slight, I don't know. Yeah, I would say definitely look up the reviews for the different body armor you're testing. For example, yeah. the AR-500 stuff I tested yesterday uh-huh. I was shooting it with green tip 556, no deformation. Wow. Interesting. No deformation. So just make sure you get a reliable. If you're going to do steel, see that somebody shot it before. AR500, they've got a lot of crap in the past. So they up upgraded and updated and figured out mm -hmm. processes and they want to be like the leading edge. So I think that's sort of probably why we didn't see any deformation on theirs is they don't want to give anybody any reason to dislike their product whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so I didn't see deformation on theirs, but uh, steel plates generally come in case there is that deformation. They come with something called a trauma pad, which leaves a very thin amount of space. And essentially, if you do get, you know, a quarter inch of deformation at a very high velocity, it's set off of your body about a quarter inch. So it wouldn't, um, you know, be touching your rib. It wouldn't bruise. You wouldn't break any bones or anything like that. So steel body armor, there's a lot of people that don't like it just because... They have had a history in the past, but the technology has come a really good, a really long way, and steel will do mm -hmm. good. It's just heavier. Um, so that's sort of the deal with all the steel stuff. Gotcha. And then what about soft body armor? So soft body armor, generally, it's going to be rated for your handgun threats. Um, you're not going to find soft body armor that can stop a rifle round. The reason soft body armor is so good, though, is it's flexible. So, like, if you're a police officer, for example, and, like, you're inner city and a lot of the threats that you might be facing would be pistol that soft body armor is going to be a lifesaver because it's going to be super light and super flexible but it will stop you know all of your handgun threats so that's the soft body armor there for you um if you're in a situation where you think you would come up against a rifle threat like in an active shooter situation soft body armor is not going to cut it mm -hmm. um, so a lot of police officers they rock their soft body armor and then they have a set of plates for if they're responding to an active shooter situation um, just because it's so convenient to use the soft body armor. Interesting. All right, cool. Do you, then, so go ahead. Oh yeah, go for it. Well, I was going to say, are there any brands that you were just like, wow, hands down, that was awesome? Uh, the thinnest and lightest for soft body armor is going to be uh, Safe Life Defense. They have like this hyperline. They've come up with like just some really, really thin stuff. It's not cheap, but it's mm -hmm. really, really thin. Yeah. So theirs is like the thinnest. Uh, steel plates, I've tested a few. Caliber body armor is great. Um, AR-500 stuff I was actually pretty surprised with. I didn't think it would, from what I had heard from like 10 years ago, I didn't know it would be as good as it was, so for mm -hmm. steel. And then ceramic, um, which I'll get into kind of how that works. Um, I would say there's, Battle Steel is a really good one. Um, <laughs> it has steel in the name, but it's not steel. Uh, it's multi-curve, level four. Um, Mr. Guns and Gear shot it with a 50 BFG and it didn't go through. It still wouldn't kill you, but it did yeah. go through, which is just surprising that it kind of held somewhat of its structure. So the battle steel plates are good. Um, ceramic, what they do is they have this coating of ceramic tiles that essentially when you make impact, it shatters the bullet, but it doesn't catch the bullet. It just breaks it. So then mm -hmm. that ceramic gets caught by a soft, soft body armor layer beneath all the fragments of ceramic and the bullet get caught in a big it's like a it's like a baseball glove essentially where it just catches that bullet um so it's kind of a dual 
they kind of have it set up in two different ways there with the ceramic. And then there's more different types of armor. Like there's steel, soft body armor, steel and ceramic. Like there's some crazy ones out there, but those are definitely going to be your most common. Hmm. Okay. Nice. Very interesting. All right. Is it time to pick the listener of the week? It is time, Ava. It so I was time. just thinking that I was like, well, I'm going to have to log in again. I have an iPhone. Go to the Pew Pew panel. Uh, search for a pew pew panel, scroll down and see where it says reviews. Let's see. We have more reviews. We have a 4.9 out of 5. Yes. I don't know why we don't have a 5, though. <laughs> All right, everybody. And this is our plug. Go rate our episode on uh, Apple um, and drop a comment now for the algorithm if you're on YouTube. That will help us a ton. Um, those those reviews that you guys drop kind of just boost us in the algorithm and let people more people know about what it is that we're doing. Of course, I forget which one we left off. Was it great hosts? Glad to hear more from you, Ava. Yeah, we did that We've one. Done that one like three times. So, <laughs> I mean, sorry, Dalen. You just keep on reading the one that's like great hosts, Ava. We love you. It's like oh, I start and Marquises. <laughs> Uh, okay, what about um, another one added to the, and I yep, can't read it because it, yeah, where it says, so far, so good. I like the fact yep. that you have the budget realm. Okay. What about, it's an, it says another one, and it says it's true, another great entry into the gun podcast realm. Have I read that one? Perfect. That'll be it. All right. You host Ava Flannell. Oh, your host, Ava Flannell. <laughs> this is so funny. I swear I did not tell people to do this. But I don't know, you're not mentioned in it. But it says, <laughs> so it's from AZNV Dub, uh, titled Another One, and five stars. It's true, another great entry into the gun podcast realm. Your host, Ava Flannell, always brings a great insight into the firearms community, community as well as the welcomed edition of Civilian Tactical, blah, blah, blah. Rounding out this back and forth of two minds, bringing you great ear candy for your sexy ears to listen to this through the humdrum of your daily life. So you can be more educated as, your LAR as you LARP around your house in full yes. 3 a.m. <laughs> I think that's hands down my favorite. And by the way, all the reviews you guys have given have been great, but I just envision myself LARPing around my house at 3 a.m. I, I love that one. I mean, I totally have not done that ever. He just shut up. Yeah. Okay. So AZNV Dub, congrats on being our listener of the week. We really appreciate it. Um, I mean, it sucks that you had to mention Dalen, but it's cool. You know, I mean, we should throw him a bone every now and then. So every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. If there's one of us LARPing around our house at 3 a.m., Ava, it would be me. So, or maybe Peaches. Okay. You're forgetting about the third wheel here. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for listening to this ridiculous podcast we love making it it's a ton of fun drop us a review share it with somebody who loves guns and uh who takes himself too seriously and uh will be that uh that bad influence we'll help you guys not take yourself or guns or all the fun things that we do too seriously oh and then also guys we are going to we are going to trigger con uh in september so, again, if you are around in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, on the, I think it's September 22nd-ish, uh, head on over to TriggerCon.com. Don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY and uh, register and buy your ticket because Dalen and I are going to be here. Or, I'm sorry, we're going to be there. Uh, <laughs> we're here now. Um, anyways, thanks so much for listening to the show, and we got, we'll see you guys soon. <laughs>